Welcome to Stony Brook Church. We are so glad that you have chosen to worship with us today. I am Pastor Jennifer Casey, and I bring you greetings on behalf of our preacher of the day, Pastor Mary Jo Yakel. We would love to know who is worshiping with us. If you could take a moment during the worship service to fill out our online connection card, we would be ever so appreciative. If you're on Facebook, you can simply click on the link that says connection card, uh, or you can go to our website, stonybrook.church slash together and find the information uh, on the connection card as well as um, submitting any prayer concerns that you may have for the week. Um, the, our endowment committee is going to be hosting an estate planning seminar on Tuesday, Feb uh, February 2nd. Uh, everybody is invited to attend that. It will be an online uh, Zoom event. Uh, we will have some local legal experts and financial experts that will um, help us with knowing how to properly um, establish uh, our estate planning. So if that is something that you feel drawn to, uh, you will need to pre-register for that event so that a Zoom link can be sent to you for the meeting. You can find the information on that in your uh, weekly electronic newsletter or by going to our website, stonybrook.church. The pandemic has brought upon grief, upon compounding grief throughout this past year. Uh, it is a conversation that your pastors have had many times over with many of you and many in our community. And hearing all of the grief that is present in our lives, uh, we are responding by having a four-week series on grief, worship series on grief, that will begin next Sunday. The scripture, the sermon, the uh, music, the liturgy, all of it will be around um, grief and how God has uh, designed us to go through a grief process in order to find some healing in our lives. We will be exploring uh, the story of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead found in John chapter 11 over the next four weeks. So um, if you have friends or family that you know that has been experiencing uh, grief throughout this season, I would invite you to invite them to uh, join us as we worship together the next four weeks. At this time, I would like to introduce to you Jeff Shellhammer, our Director of Traditional Music, as he introduces our prelude for the day. As I ascend the steps, I see that I did not plug in the Epiphany Star today. My apologies, that's one of my tasks. Know that it is lit in our hearts. As we prepare our hearts and minds and souls for worship this morning, we are once again blessed with a piano organ duet from the hands and the hearts and the souls of Deb and Christina. Obviously, these duets don't just happen. The two ladies meet, look over, and play through several possible selections, consider the liturgical theme of where we are in the liturgical calendar, and determine the most appropriate selection. The next task is individual preparation followed by working together to blend, balance, refine musical communication, and allow for spiritual inspiration. Why, beyond our, our love for, and appreciation for Deb and Christina, do I bring this to your attention today? I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> it's about the application of individual gifts and graces through collaboration and guided by the Spirit. As you recall in the Mark text, which will be shared in scripture today, that John the Baptist's unique contribution served to usher in the kingdom of heaven. Today we recognize and appreciate our new leadership board as they begin the work of drawing upon each other's individual gifts and graces. Meeting after individual preparation, in collaboration and in prayer, guiding the course of Stony Brook Church to further the work of the kingdom. Please think on these things as Deb and Christina share, O morning star, how fair 
and bright. Let us continue to center our hearts on the Spirit through prayer. The Spirit swept over the dark surface of the waters when God began to create the heavens and the earth. The same Spirit sweeps over the waters of our baptism, continuing to call forth light from darkness. Look within and behold God's ongoing creation as it molds you into a beloved child of the Most High. Amen. join me in a spirit of prayer. Where do we even begin, oh God, with our disappointment or disillusionment, maybe with our anger or frustration 
perhaps with our fear and sorrow. It's hard to put into words what happened this past week. It seems surreal, stunning even, and it's overwhelming. We wonder what the events say about our nation. We wonder what the events say about us. What is our response to be as people of faith? And then just as our focus is on our capital, we are reminded that even in our own backyard, we have neighbors who go to bed without a roof over their heads. We have children whose bellies are empty. And we have an endless supply of people who are hurting, including us. Oh God, for all of the ways that we are complicit in creating and fostering a society which hurts others, forgive us. Open our eyes and turn us around. Help us, O oh God, because we can't help ourselves. And just when these feelings feel as if they will overwhelm us, you point us to signs of hope. People cleaning up the mess in the aftermath of Wednesday, neighbors serving food to the hungry, people of faith sharing you in the world. And then the biggest reminder of all comes, you have not called us to do this alone. We get to partner with you and we get to partner with one another to be hope for the world. All is not lost. You are still there. Your spirit will continue to guide us. Our job is just to be attentive and to listen and to respond. We love you, oh God, and we thank you for creating us and calling us to do the hard, messy, beautiful work of sharing your hope in the world. We pray all of this in the name of the one whom we follow, the one with whom you are well pleased. And we now join our voices together, praying the prayer that Christ Jesus taught us by saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
My sisters, um, one of the pieces of my history is to serve a church where about a third of the congregation would have been called by the world developmentally disabled. Um, I always wondered what third it was, but uh, there was one gentleman in particular who verbal skills were limited to grunts and moans. But when the choir sang, particularly with kind of rockin' down anthem, he had to direct them. And it was almost like directing became dancing, and dancing became words, and drew us all out of our seat. Well, you certainly drew me out of my seat. So the one snap that was in the middle of it was me beginning to rock. <laughs> For this, I apologize. I don't sit still well. You could ask my parents. It's it's a always problem. <laughs> Friends, this is a reality check day that the way in which God chooses to regularly make known the goodness of the kingdom is through human beings. And we who have been baptized and claim the power of the Holy Spirit, have said that when the invitation comes to engage in work, God can count on us saying yes. Today is a holy day for Stony Brook Church. At this season of the year, the new reformed leadership board takes steps up and takes responsibility for the work that we are going to do together in this year, 2021. I think all of us would shake in our boots if we had to do it alone, but we don't. All of us would shake in our boots if we had to contend with what we see in God's holy world that needs to be addressed, but we stand with each other. There are a couple of behaviors that I find myself doing, and some of them are so old that I didn't know that they were that old. Do you know that the oldest painting in a cave that we know of is of a woman with both hands stretched out like this, and it's believed from the context of the cave and the way in which you can discern what's going on. It's believed that she is in prayer and in praise. To this day, when you go to annual conference session, every once in a while our bishop will say, if you want, put your hand out. Now, I know that we're live streaming, and I know we have TVs, and I know we're working hard to stay connected, and it may seem just a little silly but as we pray over this newly formed bringing together of the leadership board and we make our promises to care for each other in this respect, if you're comfortable, raise your hand towards those people that you see on TV knowing that the Holy Spirit is not bound by our limitations. The Holy Spirit is freed to move in this world. Friends, these are the names of those who have answered yes to the call to leadership. Some return as they continue their ministry cycle. Some are new. And if you are one of these persons at your home and would find yourself needing to do something, rising to your feet is a way of remembering that we are people of the resurrection so would you hear these names and welcome them to your presence? David Kirsch, Greg Subasek, Jason Sheldon, Jennifer Hemingway, Jessica Hall, Christy DeVries, Lori Motzer, Mark Donnelly, Nancy Mangini, Roger Tiedrich, Thomas Hoffman, Bill Barter, Phil Warner. Friends, 
these persons have answered yes. Let us pray together. Stony Brook Church, in the name of this congregation, I commend to you the work and pledge to you to prayer and encouragement and support. May the Holy Spirit guide and strengthen you that in this and in all things you may do God's will in the service of Jesus Christ. Almighty God, look with favor upon the leadership board who reaffirm their commitment to follow Christ and serve in his name. Give them courage, patience, vision, and strengthen us all in our Christmas Christian vocation to witness to the world and service to others. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, and may you affirm by saying amen. Yesterday was our retreat as we intentionally broke open the circle, welcoming those who are now assigned, giving thanks for those who have served, and then shaping again ourselves into the leadership board. During that time, there was a candle that we lit at the beginning. It reminds us of the Christ candle that was lit on Christmas Eve. And so on this day, over at the baptismal fount, for we know in our understanding that anyone who is baptized is a minister of the gospel, we light this candle reminding ourselves that the ministry of the baptized is a powerful responsibility. And we will be a people of prayer. Throughout the past days, the members of the leadership board have offered their thoughts, now collected for you, to come to you and speak to you in your heart and in your homes and in the world, knowing how it is that they see the future unfolding. We are grateful for who they are. My name is Phil Warner. It's my pleasure to serve as the chair of this year's leadership board. I see the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook Church written in 1 Corinthians 3.16, which says, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? Because of that spirit, I remain hopeful we will emerge from this pandemic even stronger in our faith and as a church. Thank you for your patience and understanding as we attempt to safely navigate this pandemic while at the same time continuing to make disciples of Jesus Christ. On behalf of the leadership board, I want to thank our three pastors for their focused, caring, and no excuse leadership and to our dedicated and competent church staff for their collective efforts during this pandemic. Personally, I want to extend my appreciation to Stephanie Boyce and Ron Anderson for their valuable service to David Kirsch and Jason Sheldon for agreeing to join the leadership board and to my colleagues on the board for your service. As we continue to embrace God's spirit, hope abounds. Thank you. Hello, Stony Brook. Really glad to see you and I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. I'm reaching out to share with you where I see God's um, hand in the hope of our congregation. And I just have to say that the biggest place I find hope is in the understanding that God loves me and you, all of us, completely, exactly the way we are. That we don't have to do anything 
to change ourselves, to improve ourselves, because we already have the love of God. We are already cherished, already accepted. And as long as we remember how important we are to our Lord, our lives will feel so much better. I can't wait till we can all be together again. God bless. Hello, Stony Brook Church family. My name is Tom Hoffman. I'm pleased to be starting my second term on leadership board, and I'll be chairing the finance committee uh, for my fourth year and the endowment committee has been in place for a couple of years. I'm very excited about working with the leadership board of the church, and I'm very excited about the future of Stony Brook. Uh, as we come out of this pandemic, uh, we are financially strong, uh, we have stayed active, and I just feel that we'll have an opportunity to serve our, all of our mission partners uh, and the greater uh, Gahanna community uh, strongly uh, in this year and the years ahead. And so I look forward uh, to my time uh, on leadership board, uh, representing you uh, and serving you as our members. God bless. Hello, I'm David Kirsch, and I'm joining the leadership board for the first time. When I think of the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook Church, I think of all the mission projects that are being done in the name of the Lord here, from Gehanna Residents in Need, to Appalachian Service Project, to McCurdy Ministries, to whatever. I mean, when you don't know where your next meal is coming from, mm. and someone helps you get something to eat, that's hope. Or if you can't afford to fix your roof and someone comes along and does it, that's hope. But beyond that, I think there wouldn't even be a life of Stony Brook Church without the hope of the Lord. I think the hope of eternal life, which Christ makes possible, and the faith that comes out of that is why we're here in the first place. So all these helping ministries truly are great, but as the Apostle Paul said, if only for this life we have hope in Christ, we are to be pitied more than all men. And we have much more hope than that. Stony Brook. I'm Jennifer Hemingway, and I'm getting ready to serve on my fifth year on the leadership board here at church. When asked where I find hope here at Stony Brook, I've pulled out some very tangible reminders. These are all cards our families received throughout 2020. Despite a pandemic, we've gotten thank you cards from youth and graduates who found time to express gratitude even though their lives have been turned upside down. I have cards wishing my husband well as he continued to do his medical profession. I have cards from when my grandfather died of COVID where you guys carried the burden and the sorrows with me. And of course we have cards from when we won welcomed our beautiful Parker Joe into the world. And so even a pandemic hasn't stopped us from loving God and loving others and serving the world. And that's where I find my hope is in all of you. Hi, my name is Greg Subasek. Stony Brook has a wonderful gift for the community and that gift is you our congregation. I see the hope of the Lord as his desire for us to reach out to others and share our love of God with them. As a co-chair of the trustees, along with Ray Starkloff, we see the trustees role as providing a building and a church site that helps that sharing to occur. This past year, we did a lot of work to physically connect with the community, with a new roof, a new shelter house, and clear line of sights to the bike path. In addition to keeping the building running, this coming year we plan to open the view of the church up to the people traveling along Route 62. All this is to help make the community aware of Stony Brook and provide an inviting place to worship. I'm sure that once they come to Stony Brook, you will win them over just like you did to me and to so many others. Good morning and Happy New Year. My name is Roger Tedrick and I've just completed my first year on the leadership board. Along with my wife Ruth, 2021 signifies our 30th year in the Stony Brook family. And as I reflect, it seems to me that our hope in Jesus and the mission of Stony Brook is the same today as it was in 1991. We had challenges then and we have challenges now. And Jesus gives us the hope to face those challenges. We have hope uh, in our missions that our church is involved with. The world can see where our heart lies and where our resources go. Finally, our individual and corporate prayer life brings us hope. Ruth, uh, our family, and I have been so thankful for our Stony Brook family. 
lifting us up and petitioning our God for peace, insight, and healing. We thank all of you and may God continue to bless Stony Brook. Thank you. Hi, my name is Jason Sheldon. I see the hope of the Lord in the children and youth of Stony Brook who are so eager to learn more about God and grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ. Hello, Stony Brook family. My name is Lori Motzer, and this is my third year serving on the leadership board. We were asked where we saw the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook Church. And I see that hope in you all, in the people of Stony Brook. When the world stood still, you all kept moving. Despite all the challenges, we continued to meet and worship and find new ways to stay connected with one another. Our small groups continued to meet and we took care of one another. I see the hope in our children and youth who have the wonderful ability of always finding the joy. I pray that the Lord continues to show us hope this new year. And I pray that our Stony Brook family continues to go out and make new disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. Hello everyone, I'm Nancy Mangini. I see the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook and the strong connections we share. For me, our connections have always been the heartbeat of Stony Brook. I see the hope of the Lord every time we worship together, whether in person or online. The hope is shared every time we call each other, in the cards we send, in our meetings and studies, and every time we pray with and for each other. Despite these tough times, your gifts supporting our missions and other causes have continued to flow. This continued connection to these needs is truly helping to change lives. In this new year, I say, let's resolve to intentionally strengthen our connections, however we choose. I believe these are all loving gifts wrapped in the hope of the Lord. Hi everyone, my name is Jessica Hall and I'm excited to serve on the leadership board again this year. This will be my second year serving and I'm the liaison to the children's ministry program. My husband and I have been going to Stony Brook for about 15 years now and we have two girls, Lena and Maria, that are involved in the program as well. And that's really where I see the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook Church is in our children. I get to see them every Sunday in Sunday school building amazing relationships with the other uh, children, with the staff, of course, with God. Um, and it's a real blessing, especially in this pandemic, to see them find hope and find joy um, and love the Lord. I'm excited to serve you again this year on the Leadership Board. And please don't hesitate to reach out to connect. Um, I would enjoy talking with any of you about anything. Take care and have a blessed new year. Hello, Stony Brook. My name is Bill Barter. I am very honored to serve as the lay leader uh, this year. My goal is to work with members of the leadership board as well as the staff and uh, every member of the congregation to really bring Christ alive in each of our lives, to make him alive through our service, through our worship, through our devotions and uh, through our social activities. So I'm looking forward to an exciting year. Thank you. Good morning, Stony Brook. I am Mark Donnelly. I see the hope of the Lord in the life of Stony Brook Church because Stony Brook has the one thing that our community and the world is in most need of, which can only be provided through the church. That is a relationship with Jesus Christ, which provides a lasting hope a sustained peace and eternal life that can be provided for in no other way. No matter what comes our way in 2021 or beyond, our hope and faith in Jesus as Lord and Savior and sharing this hope with our community is something that can never be taken away. And the light of Christ shines through all.
In the laying out of our journey together through worship time, Sunday, uh, this particular Sunday is traditionally called the Baptism of the Lord Sunday. And this is the scripture that many congregations all around the world will offer up in each other's presence. From the Gospel of Mark in the first chapter, beginning with the fourth verse. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sin. And people from the whole of Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, John was clothed in camel hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thongs of his sandals. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens torn apart and the Spirit descending like a dove on him. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? And now, Almighty God, either through or in spite of this, thy servant speak to these, your beloved ones, who seek to say yes anew today. Amen. Our journey in life often impacts us in unexpected ways, and many of us have been asking the question, what shall we learn from the year 2020? Many of us would prefer just to kind of let it go, move on. Yet, we know that the privilege of learning and claiming from the past and allowing it to shine to the future is one of the great gifts of being created a human being. For three years running, the experience I had on this particular Sunday, uh, the Baptism of Jesus Sunday, was to have 100 to 140 youth singing from the balcony of the church I was serving. Can you imagine being in the presence of 130 high school kids? And I got to tell you, the first Sunday I did this, I was ready to go. I locked in. I had my sermon so quaffed so that everybody would be blessed by it. And I looked into the balcony and saw this. I went, we have some work to do, girl. The privilege came that the next year we had a very similar experience. A hundred and some high school kids up in the balcony. We fed them breakfast. We fed them lunch. And for their meals, they sang for us. It was from youth from all over Ohio that were up there. As I was working on that particular sermon, it dawned on me that unless I look at this through the eyes of a teenager to the best of my ability, because I am now old, what does this scripture say? If there's one thing we know for sure, one of the biggest issues working on in a youth's heart as they come to the end of their high school days is what decisions shall they make for their future? How do they take all of their experiences so far and then 
draw a line in the sand and march forward into their lives? What do they believe they are called to? How will they be sure that they matter in this world? It is a terrifying time in the life of a teenager, and all you have to do is listen to them, and they will tell you about it. If there was one thing that I could put a light on, it was how at this moment, Jesus, who probably had spent the first 30 years of his life being a good boy, learning his studies, being taught the craft of carpentry, honoring his mother and father, trying to figure out who he was and how he was going to be a part of the world, but this point, when he comes to John the Baptist and together they mark a line in the sand, a, a line in the sand in such a way that he will never return home as Mary's boy, he will now move into the world in the fullness of God's intention with all the blessings and all the trials and all the responsibility given him. Was it an accident? Today is the day that we honor our leadership board and say there's a line in the sand now. You are responsible. You take it upon yourselves. Move together. Knit yourselves together. Learn to play music together. Do this so that we as a church might be a powerful part to the body of Christ. Was it an accident? I don't know. But I have come to learn in my own life, as I stood and watched kids not go to sleep that Sunday, because suddenly they could see that this process that they were so trenched in was something that someone else had done. They had their power revealed to them and their direction challenged. Friends, it is our privilege to be the people who dry, uh, draw a line in the sand and move forward. I share with you the joyous news that when the invitation went out to be a part of the supporters of four different ministries that would encourage health and healing and wholeness in many different areas of our world, you responded with your gifts. Not only did you surprise this old girl, but you blessed those ministries at the same level that you blessed ministry of Christmas of 2019. It didn't matter that there was a COVID, you were ready to go. More than $22,000 will go out into the world, moving forward from a line in the sand with gratitude in my heart. Oh Lord, bless these gifts that are given and may they be used with joy and celebration. Friends, there is a hymn called Here I Am, Lord. The first time I heard it, I did not retain my seat. I got up because it felt like a call to marching a gift to move. So whether you sing at home or sing here, here we are, Lord. Count us in.
Let us join together in a benediction that we claim with each other, for it holds a promise at the end. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors.